Thanks for joining us online today. We're really glad you're with us. Yeah, Core Church is a place of hope, healing, peace, and purpose. And we want you to come see us at 10 a.m. any Sunday. And if we can be of any support to you, we'd love to connect with you. There's lots of links in the description below, whether that's prayer or support in any way. We pray that this message is going to both encourage you and inspire you. Thank the Lord for deliverance, for joy. I, I, I wish you could all be up here and, and see your faces, how, how illuminated they are right now. It just brings me the most amazing joy as a pastor because I know your pain. I know your pain. I, I know, I, I'm privy to what, what's going on and what, what has happened to you and what, what, you, what you, maybe you have done. And, and then I see you, you still in the house of God. And the radiance of the Lord's glory is on you. Whew. Man, turn to somebody and say, welcome to church. Welcome. Welcome to church. So Matthew 28, we, uh, last week we, we had vision day. Wow, the cards that you turned in last week were overwhelming me. So many of you made that covenant commitment. I just went through one card after another, looking at your prayers and looking at what you're believing for 2023 and, and your commitment to the word of God, your commitment to his house. It was so encouraging. And then the names that you turn in of people that you're praying for, like, we want other people to know this resurrection power, right? Amen? Like, you got neighbors, you got coworkers, you got classmates, and, and that's what these windows are. If you're new, you, you're like, what are the windows? They're names of people that we're praying for, friends that we, we want to see good in their lives. And last week, you just turned in hundreds and hundreds of names. I mean, just going through name after name after name, it was just overwhelming. I barely couldn't really read them all because there were so many of them. And that light is the light of Christ that we're believing to shine through you into their lives. Last week we talked about our word for the year is new beginnings. Anybody ready for a new beginning? <laughs> ready to leave the old behind and embrace the new? We are, as a church, God is moving us right now. There's a, there's a move, and it's been going on for a season now. It's a move from, from Ezekiel 37 in this valley of dry bones. If you've never read that, you got to go read that. Not while I'm preaching. Read it later. But, but Ezekiel 37, there's this valley of dry bones. And I was in here praying the other day, and, and in there, God asked Ezekiel, can these bones live again? And Ezekiel's response was so good, only you know, Lord. What a great response. That's, that's the right response. I don't know. What is it you need? What, you're looking at some bones? You got some bones? I mean, I know. I got some bones. And I'm like, I don't know. And then God said, well, I want you to prophesy over those bones. And I want you to speak life into those bones. And I'm going to breathe my spirit over those bones. And God's spirit is being breathed out all over our church, all over people's lives. It's just crazy to watch some of you that you surrendering to the lordship of Jesus Christ, that you're rising up and believing for good things. And it says the breath of God is put into them. And, and it's new beginnings for those bones as flesh comes on them, healing comes on them. And they raise up, this is a raise up as a mighty army. That's core church right there. We are a mighty army. You are part of a mighty army. You do not have to be intimidated by the enemy anymore. You stand up because of the one who stands with you. Oh, let me show you who's backing me. Pastor Eric is in Israel right now, and he sent some pictures, and he was standing where David had killed Goliath. 
people say, wow. You remember David? He went out there and go, you think you're all that? You think you're all that? I come in the name of the Lord. That's, that's, the, that's the power that you come with. And God is moving us as a mighty army, moving us collectively from the valley into new beginnings. So this is your season to move from the valley and into this season of, of new beginnings. So I talked about these four principles that lead us into new beginnings. And over the next four weeks, we are going to be in this series called New Beginnings. And we're going to look at these four principles that walk us into new beginnings. And today, I want to talk to you about how new beginnings begin with endings. You want something beautiful, but you got you to gotta start back here with the ending. Father, your spirit is here today, and we're grateful for it. Minister now to all of us in this room. Pour out your spirit, God. Muscle and tendons and raise bones up to new life today. Bring us into the new beginnings and give us the, the power to believe again. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. amen. All right, you can be seated. Well, for some reason, um, I, I was really into Christmas this year. Was anybody else into Christmas this year? I, it's, it's not really my big holiday. Uh, I, I love it. But, but for some reason, I got all amped up and excited about it this year. And I'm, I mean, I was putting lights up on the house, and, and I, I, I put lights on the shed this year. I lit up the backyard. I was so excited. I was putting Christmas music on, and normally I don't like Christmas music. Anybody? Because you hear the same thing. You're like, how many times can I hear chestnuts roasting on an open fire? I mean, they're burning. Can we get them off the fire? They're burnt. Let's do something with those, you know? Frosty the snowman, okay, we get it. I mean, you know, I mean, let it snow, let it snow. It is Oklahoma, ain't gonna snow, okay? Let it ice, let it ice, let it ice. I mean, that's, so, I, but, I, but I could, I was so nostalgic, I guess is the word I would use. I loved the, the, the music that was playing, and, and I got out all the kids' old homemade ornaments. Does anybody remember when your kids made ornaments in preschool and elementary school? We kept all of them. And, and, and we, I hang them on a special tree, and I was just looking at it hanging on the wall, and I was like, ooh, look at that one there. One was like, I look at that Dixie cup with that little, it's got that little pipe cleaner on it. It's like a Clark Griswold moment. I am not kidding you. I was in that attic. I was, I mean, I was. I was like snapping pictures, sending them to all the kids, because our kids are older now, sending to them. Finally, they called mom. Is dad Okay. He's sick, isn't he? He's sick. He's, he's going to die, right? Is that what's happening? I, I was even into Hallmark movies this year. I didn't watch any. But I would walk through the room, and Laura and Aunt Mary and her mom would be there, and they got a little fire going, they got the Hallmark movie on, and I'd just pause. I was like, wow. It just got a little warm fuzzy, and I almost stepped into the room. Nope, nope. Shake it off. Oh, and then Christmas ended. The week after Christmas was just bleh. I mean, it was like, because, you, you know, you're taking, I took down the cute little ornaments my kids made and took down the tree and uh, the tree and put it into a box and, and no more Hallmark movies. That's a lie. They play them all the time. They just keep going. They never go away. They never go away. 
And I was just so, I mean, the music, I was like, the music's going away. And I remember coming home, and, and the Christmas lights were on, and I went over to the garage and went, pop, just unplugged them. It was like unplugging Christmas. So I was just so down about it. I was so down that I said, Laura, let's just go for a walk. And so we went for a walk because I, I got to shake this off. I'm just, man, I'm just so, and we get walking, and it's freezing cold, wind is blowing, there's no leaves on the tree, they're blowing around dead. It's the, I mean, like, woohoo! this is what we got to look forward to after Christmas. I was not excited at all. And then Laura said, hey, but spring is like six to eight weeks away. And I was like, you're right. And all of a sudden, I, 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 suddenly I changed a little bit, and I was like, because you couldn't see it, it wasn't there, but, but spring was just a few weeks away. What does spring represent? Spring represents new beginnings. And that's what I want to talk about today, is that every new beginning begins with an ending. But it's, it's not the new beginning that's so difficult. It's, it's the ending. It's, it's the, the letting go. It's, it's the letting go of a dream that you had, that you thought, and it's, it's letting go of people that you thought would be on the journey with you, but then now they're, they're not, and you got to let them. It's, it's letting go of position that you thought I would be in this position, and you didn't get the position, or the position was, was taken from you. It's, it's the letting go of, of, of experience, of, of expectation that, that, you, that you have. And it's even harder when you're in the dead of winter, right? When, there's, when you don't see anything new. Okay, so this is exactly where the disciples and these early followers of Jesus were on this Sunday morning. Everything was taken from them. Look back, verse 1, Matthew 28, early on Sunday morning, as the new day was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary, they went out to what? What'd they do? They went out to what? Visit the tomb. They went out to visit the tomb. All their hopes, all their dreams, Messiah, Son of God, kingdom, all these things that he was going to usher in, that he was going to do, all Gone, And what are they doing? They're, they're not going with hope. They're not going with expectation. They're going to put flowers on a grave. But little did they know that God was working six feet under for three days. He had been at work. Here's the thing you need to understand. Sunrise isn't when God goes to work. Sunrise reveals the work God has already been doing. Come on, turn to somebody and tell them he's, he's working right now. He's working in your waiting. Turn and encourage somebody. He is working in your waiting. God went to work the moment the sun set on that relationship. God went to work the moment the sun set on that job, on that disappointment, on that loss, on that failure, on that dream that did not happen. That is when it died for you, but that is when God went to work on your behalf. 
What's interesting is in the Hebrew calendar, the day doesn't begin at sunrise. For the Jewish people, the day begins when the sun goes down. You find it in Genesis chapter 1. There was evening, there was morning the first day. There was evening, there was morning. There was evening, there was morning. It starts in the, in the evening. That's when it happens. When the sun goes down, God goes to work. Like when that stone was rolled over that tomb, that was not when it was over, that's when it began. Like that's when Jesus went to battle against the devil. That's when Jesus went to war against sin, against death, and against hell, and he rose victorious. That is a good place to clap, church. That is a good place to give God praise. That's what he's done. Like it it may look like nothing is happening on the surface. But can I tell you, God is at work. I don't see it, Brad. I know you don't see it. They didn't see it either. But but God was working and he's, he's working on your behalf. I'm so excited about this shopping center that's coming right next to us. You know, we, we, we sold more property, $2 million going off of our debt. Come on, somebody, just a quick praise break on that one right there. And, and, uh, and they've announced some of the things that are going to be coming. I mean, I don't know if you know what's coming. I, I know the developer. I know everything that's coming. <laughs> Stuff that can't even be announced. And I had to text him this week and say, can I talk about it? He said, no, you can't. I said, oh, come on. I can't tell you. Like, there's going to be a beautiful Reese's right out there. Our property, there's going to be a Dutch Brothers coffee. You can drive in and out, get yourself some coffee, come up to church on a Sunday, pull in, get your coffee, come on in. There's going to be all kinds of restaurants, major retailers. And there, I'm going to be careful here. There, There is a... A major chicken chain (laughs) that is coming here that I know is ordained by God to show me God is moving, God is good. I I can't say any more than than that. You're thinking about it right now, aren't you? You're thinking about it. You want, well, I want some of that right now. I want some of that right now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But But it's Sunday morning. You can't go get it. I've said too much. I've said, said too much. But it has taken them forever. It has been over a year from the big announcement. You know, at the city, the tape cutting. Pastor Brad, will you come and pray? Sure, I'll come and pray. Blah blah blah. And then nothing. What is going on? It's been over a year. Nothing has been happening. People are coming to me. Is the project dead? I'm like, it seems like it's dead. But do you know it wasn't? Because there was something happening underneath the earth that no one could see. They were redoing sewer lines and redoing pipes and moving things around that were taking longer than they ever thought. And then they had to start moving some dirt and moving some dirt and moving some dirt. I looked out there. It looks like there's a big retention pond. If you saw the retention pond they're building, do you know that's not a retention pond? Do you know what they did? They had to take out the old dirt, the bad dirt. 
and they have to bring new dirt in. Because if they didn't, and they built on it, the foundation would implode on itself. Oh, now I am preaching. If you're not catching what I'm preaching, are you catching? God's got to do some dirt work in your life. You, you got to let him do work underneath the surface. You got to let him remove things. You got to let him reveal things. I, 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 you can't get in a rush. I'm like, how much more dirt they going to move? How many more rocks? They're bringing in like lava rocks or something. I don't even know what it was. And they're bringing it in. They're scooping it back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. I'm like, they got to be city workers. These guys got to be city workers. They ain't doing nothing. <laughs> but it takes time. It takes, turn to somebody and tell them it takes time. It takes time. God is doing a work. God, God, it, God is moving dirt around, and, and he is revealing things. I like what Daniel says in the Old Testament, Daniel 2.22. It says this, he, and say this with me, he what? He reveals deep and mysterious things. This is who our God is. There is something deep in you that you don't understand that he says, I got to get it out of you. I got to get the old ways out of you. I got to get the old mindset out of you. I got to get the old way of thinking out of you and you see things coming to the surface you're like I don't even know what this is because it's so deep in you and he says I got to get out of you the limitations you're putting on your dream I'm not going to give you the dream that you're asking for because it's too small because you put limitations and he says no I'm not going to honor that dream. You got to let me dig a little bit deeper. You got to let me put my confidence in you. You got to let me put my spirit in you so that you can get to where I want to take you. He says, I, I got to root out the loss that you don't even know is there. I can't get you to the new beginning because you have this failure in your life that you've never let go of. And if you don't let go of that failure, you're going to bring it into the new and that foundation is going to implode on itself. And he says, I, I got to dig it out. I got to get out character flaws. I got to remove some sinful habits in your life. I'm not, listen, God's like, I'm not going to give you this. I'm not going to take you here. I'm not going to have this happen in your life because you got these things that are going to hold you back. And he says, I got I to gotta do a deep and a mysterious work. He reveals the deep and the mysterious things. And he, he knows what lies, say it with me, what? Hidden in darkness. Though he is surrounded by light. We all have something where we're praying for and we're believing for and we're dreaming for in 2023. And we uh, asked you guys for some these cards, these covenant cards. And uh, I was just so amazed at your prayers for 2023. Those of you who were la here last week, we said, what's your big prayer for, for 2023? This person says, I, I, I want to downsize out of debt. I want, I want to get out of debt. Somebody else says, man, I, I need a, a full-time job. I need a job that I can count on and, listen, that I'm passionate about. That's, that's a big dream. That, that's a new beginning. Somebody else is, says, I'm praying to learn, learn to control my anger. That's, that's some character that's got to be dug up. And God's revealing this and saying, I want to bring you into the new beginning, but i got to root out this anger out of your life. Somebody else says, we want to get pregnant. 
I want to start a family. It's so beautiful, these child dedications, but I know for some of you, it's kind of painful. Because you're like, that's not me yet. And God wants to bring you into that, that new beginning. Somebody else says, man, I, 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 I'm praying about my destiny. Where is God taking me in the new year? Somebody else says, I, I want to find a spouse. Come on, somebody. If that's you, raise your hand. We're going to introduce you to some of the people who are single. <laughs> this one says, God, deliver me to freedom. But we will never embrace the new until we let God do some dirt work and let him reveal and remove those hidden things. Because new beginnings begin with endings. That's where you got to start. But sometimes you can't see the new beginning because of the clouds. I think that's what we see here with Mary and, and some of the disciples that we see in this story is, is they're so clouded by all the pain, all the loss, and all the failure, and all the disappointment, and maybe that's you. I can't, I can't see the sunrise because there's just clouds. And every day that I see it, I just, I'm just reminded of, there it is. There's that loss. There's that pain. There's that thing I wish would, would happen. But here's the thing. God can use those clouds to, to reveal his goodness and his mercy and his grace and his greatness to you. Like, I, I, I love sunrises. I just love them. Uh, I can't wait to see them. I love sunsets as well, but I just love a, sun, a good sunrise. And, and so uh, some of you know Bob Hansen. He's a, he's a truck driver, drives all over the country, and he's a, a member here. I met his wife, Debbie, and so we exchange pictures all the time, and, uh, oh, you already see it. There's a sunrise. Um, this is a picture that he sent me from Nebraska of a beautiful, beautiful sunrise. Look at that sunrise. This is breathtaking. But I want you to notice something about this sunrise. Do you see the clouds? Sunrises are not that spectacular when they don't have clouds. I mean, they're good, but, but when they have clouds... God uses the clouds to, to, to paint the sky. This is what God does. Like, he takes these clouds, and his, you see his radiance, and you see his glory, and he paints something incredibly beautiful. How does he do that? Daniel says, Daniel 2.22, he is surrounded by light. He is the one who lights up the darkness. And, and when the light of his grace hits the clouds in your life, his radiance and his glory are magnified through brokenness. Magnified. He, what he, he takes that painful ending and says, let me heal you. Let me take your dry, broken, dead bones and... Let me breathe life into you again, and let me bring you into a beautiful new beginning. This is our God. This is why we gather. Turn to somebody and tell them, oh, that's why I'm in church today. This is why I'm in church today. Yeah, this is why we are here. Sometimes we, we can't embrace the new because we can't let go of the old. 
this is also where the disciples and the early followers of Jesus found themselves. Because in the story, this is not what they expected. This is not what they thought was. They thought that Jesus, if you're new to church and new to the scriptures, they didn't know what Jesus was talking about the whole time that we know now, that they knew later. But when they were walking with Jesus, they thought the whole time that he was going to establish an earthly kingdom because they were being oppressed by the Romans and they were waiting on a Messiah who would free them from bondage and they looked to Jesus and said, you're gonna overthrow the government. And, and, and so they were looking at that, they were expecting that and Jesus is like, <laughs> he kept trying to tell them and every guy said, no, it's not an earthly kingdom. I'm coming to establish a heavenly kingdom. And so when Jesus... Was, rec- was, was resurrected, what's crazy is they didn't even recognize him. Have you ever seen that in scripture? At one point they thought he was the gardener. Hello, Messiah, son of God, the rabbi you walk with, you think he's the gardener? Why did they think that? Because Jesus was not what he was before. He was resurrected in his glorious state. He looked different, same Jesus, but looking different. They thought he was the gardener. Others, others doubted. They said they saw him, and they're like, I don't know. They, they, a couple guys were on a road to Emmaus, walked with him for hours. It wasn't until he was gone that they went, wait a second. Wait, was that who? I think that's who that was. That was the, that was crazy. That was, yes. They didn't recognize, they did not. The new is not going to look like the old. Man, that's frustrating. And truthfully, that brings a lot of uncertainty. Brings a lot of confusion, brings a lot of, a lot of doubt because we crave the familiar, right? I, 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 I crave the familiar because the, the old, it, it, it just brings, a, it, it comes with, it has, I have experience with the old. I, I, I have control, I have, I have knowledge and with the, with the new, I have none of that. I have no control. I have no experience, and nothing is familiar. And so we gravitate and try to hold on to the old. And what God is asking you to do today is to trust Him, to trust Him, to let go. And begin to walk with him and trust him that he is going to walk you into a new beginning that is bigger and better and more beautiful than you could ever imagine. Now, it's not that God discounts the old. It's not that God says, you know what? What I'm getting ready to do is way better than that one thing you had. And this thing over here is going to be way better. Yes, that happens sometimes. But God is saying, no, no, I'm doing something completely new. This was beautiful, this was good, but now I want to do something new. And you can't get there, and you're going to get stuck, and you're never going to get to where God wants you to be. So the disciples and uh, Marys and a lot of Marys, a lot of Marys in this story. I get them all confused all the time. A lot of Marys. Uh, Mary Snelling's even in this story. Um, I mean, it's just uh, Aunt Mary is in this story. There's just Marys everywhere. Um, but they, they were all... They all watched him die, and um, I can't even imagine what those three days was, was like for them. But, and I'm, I'm not, this might be wrong to think this way, but it's only three days. You know what I mean? It was a weekend. Anybody ever been down on the weekend? And then on Monday you go, oh, 
that wasn't what I thought it was. You ever had that happen? Friday, you're frustrated, you're upset. Three days later, you're like, oh, wow, missed that. That's not even what I th thought it was. Now, I'm not discounting anything from the story. Please don't misunderstand me. But, but, I, but here's what I'm getting at with this is sometimes, sometimes the night has lasted a, a lot longer than three days. Amen? 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 You're like, good on them, but I've been in my night for a long, long time. And when, you, when, when the sun has set on you and the longer it has set, it's harder and harder and harder to believe that a new day will dawn. I should know because I'm a Raiders fan. Easy, sister. Easy. I mean, we've been waiting 20 years, people. 20 years. This year looked so promising. Looked so good. We, 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 if you don't care about football, I get it. But we had, we had future Hall of Famers join our team. We had, we had Pro Bowl players scattered all over the field. We were set. We were ready. I mean, here we go. And then we imploded once again. Finishing 6 and 11. And if that wasn't bad enough, I start getting these texts from friends of mine all over the place. And they said, hey, Brad, thanks for the Christmas card. Somebody must have known about this Christmas card. Because uh, I said, I didn't send out Christmas cards. And they're, well, I got this one and we just want to welcome you. And I'm like, welcome me? What are you? I, I had no idea what they're talking about. Then I get another text, and I got an email, and all of them had one thing in common. They were all Chief fans. <laughs> and then my card arrived in the mail. This is the card that they sent out. This is the front of it right here. The staff took it upon themselves to send out a Christmas card on my behalf, and, oh, oh that's just the front. Look at the, look at the back. Look at the back. New beginnings. Your kingdom. That is sacrilegious right there. That is an abomination and a gross misuse of scripture. Laura, you, I don't even know why you're taking a picture of that. Don't, you ain't fooling nobody. I don't even know why. You know what she said to me this year? We've been married 38 years. 38 years of disappointment. Not in my marriage. She said, maybe you need to pick a new team. I'll be picking a new spouse before I pick a new team. Like that, right? <laughs> oh. But, but, we, but when, when, when the night has, has lasted so long, it's easy, it's easy to miss or dismiss the sunrise. Because when you, when you see it, when, and when, with, with the dawn come the doubts. You're like, is this just another sunset? I've been here so many times. It's bigger than football, right? Or you're disappointed once again. I mean, you, you, you want to have the child, and, and, and you get all excited, and then you think, maybe we're pregnant. I think maybe we're pregnant. And then you, and then you, and you take the test, and it's, it's just another sunset. You, 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 go, you go out on, on the date, 
You've been single way too long, and you're like, I just need somebody, and you meet somebody, and you, and you think, wow, we connected, and we clicked, and maybe this is the one, and, and then they ain't calling back. They're not texting back. It's just, a, just another sunset. I, I think of the card here where somebody says, I'm looking for a full-time job. I'm, I'm looking for a, something I'm passionate about, and, and I don't know if you've ever been there, and you go out on the interview, and, and, and you're, 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 you're killing it. I'm going on interview after interview, and then you hit one, and you're like, man, I think this is it. This is a great opportunity. What they want to pay, the position fits my pro, fits who I am. I cannot wait for this. It's just another sunset. dealing with a health issue and, and, and you go to another doctor and another doctor and another doctor and you go and this doctor prescribes a new treatment and you're like this one's going to work I know this one, I'm excited about this one I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this it's going to cost us a little bit extra a little bit out of network I don't care what it is but I think this is going to work and you, you work the treatment you work the treatment and, and the healing doesn't come it's just, it's just another sun set the, the same Jesus who rose Jesus from, excuse me, the same God who rose Jesus from the dead can cause the sun to rise again for you. You just got to look to him, not to the diagnosis, not to the unreturned phone call, not to the disappointment, but you got to look to him and say, man, all right, if he rolled that stone aside, maybe just maybe for me, he's, he, he's going to do it. He's going to do it for me. That's what verse 2 says. Here's how quickly it can happen. Suddenly. I love this. Suddenly. you got to wait on your suddenly moment. That's how quickly things will change. Turn to somebody, encourage them, tell them, suddenly is coming for you. Suddenly is coming for you. You want it to hurry up? I get it. You want that. But listen, you got to do the dirt work. You got to wait. But I'm telling you, it's going to happen suddenly in a moment. Can I tell you, I prayer walk on this land for like a decade. A decade, people, every day, almost every single day, I was out there doing laps. God, do you not see what we're under here? Do you not see the weight that we're under here? God, we need you. We need you walking and waiting and walking and waiting. And then suddenly, suddenly God moved and moved in a way that we could have never imagined and took us from the old and brought us into the new. And that's what he will do for you. Suddenly, there was a great earthquake. <laughs> God can shake any foundation like he, he can he can change any situation he can roll aside any stone that is blocking your path this is the power of God do you believe in the power of our God I, I don't have the power. I can't make the stone move, but he can if I keep my eyes on him. Why? For an angel, listen to this, for an angel of the Lord. I love this, man. This is what's so great. God's like, I'm not even going to go do this. This is even beneath me. I, I, angel, listen, Gabriel, you go show off. You have a good time. You just go down there. Take. You want me to go? I, you want me to go? Yeah, I want you to go. Like God just sent a representative. That's how easy it was for him, and he rolled, listen, the Lord came down from heaven, and he rolled aside the stone, and what? Say it with me. He did what? He sat on it. 
He didn't stand beside it. He didn't stand in front of it. He didn't stand behind it. He sat on it. Why? Why did he sit on it? Because he was showing God's power and authority over death. I'm sitting on it just to display that for you. That's what God can do. A new day is possible because he sits in authority over the stone that blocks your path. He sits in power over what blocks your path. He is the one who is over the stone that is in your way. This is our God. This is what he wants to do. He wants to move you from this valley of dry bones. Anybody tired of the valley? Anybody tired of just walking around in the valley and kicking a bunch of dead bones around? Sometimes I just like to kick them around a little bit. I don't know. Because I want to give up. Can I tell you in that moment, the Spirit of the Lord is saying to you, do you think these bones can live again? Can I tell you that your answer, if you ain't got no faith, is just to turn to God and go, I don't know. I don't know. Only you know the answer to that. And his answer to that is, I got the power over death. I got the power over sin. I, I have set the captives free. I have robbed hell. I hold the keys of sin, death, and hell, and I sit on the throne in glory over all things. I'm going to breathe my breath into you. I'm going to raise you up, and together, come on, somebody, we're going to walk out of this valley together. We'll lock arms as an army, and I'm going to bring you into, oh, it ain't a sunset, but God, I think it looks like the sun. No, this ain't of sons keep walking keep moving but God I see the clouds I know you see the clouds keep walking keep moving and I'm telling you that sun it's going to rise into its glorious radiance to shine over you until you are immersed in the light of our God this is our God this is what he will do would you bow your heads and let's let's just talk to God we're going to come here in a moment to receive the sacraments, but before we do, one of our core practices is continual surrender. What is it today that you need to surrender? What are the dry bones that you need to leave behind? What are the dry bones that he, he needs to breathe his spirit into? Do you need hope today? There is hope in this place. There is hope of new beginnings in this place today. Do you need healing? Maybe there's healing from your past, healing from some shame, healing from some, some sinful habits, some sinful practices. You're like, I need to leave those dry bones behind. Can I tell you, there's a God here today, his grace and his mercy says, I want you to walk out of the valley of sin because it ain't nothing but dry, dead bones. And he says, today, I'm going to breathe my spirit on you, I'm going to forgive you, and I'm going to walk you into a new beginning. Do you need his peace today? Maybe it's, it's coming right off of Christmas, and all you see is winter. And he says, I, spring's coming, and I'm going to walk with you in this winter season until the light of day shines on you.
receive my peace. Or maybe it's purpose. It's a dream. Have you given up on a dream? Has a dream been stripped from you? <laughs> I, I think God's saying today, believe again. I, I, you know what I think God is saying to some of you? You're not dreaming big enough and that's why I'm not giving it to you. I need you to dream bigger. I need you to believe bigger because I got bigger and better things for you. And he wants to walk you into that new beginning. I want to encourage you to grab a, a next step card and there's also a prayer request card there. How can we be praying for you today? If you got a prayer request, please write that on that prayer request. Or maybe today is a day that you're making a commitment to follow Jesus. We want to know about that. We want to come alongside you. We want to support you and help you as you walk out of that valley of dry bones into new beginnings. Let us know. Your first step into the body of Christ is baptism. We would love to baptize you. Talk about a new beginning. That's what, that's what baptism is. Baptism represents the old is gone, the new has come. It is a new beginning for you. And maybe for you today, you're like, I'm tired of the dry bones. It is time for me to go under that water, come up to new life in Jesus. And we want to celebrate that with you today. Father, thank you. Thank you for the comfort of your spirit today. Thank you for the joy of your spirit Thank you that you're breathing your spirit over your people today and, and you're walking us into new beginnings. In Jesus' name, amen. Turn to somebody and tell them you are forgiven and you are free. You are forgiven and you are free. We hope the message you heard both encourages you and inspires you. Yeah, we'd love for you all to come and see us at Core Church at 10 a.m. any Sunday. And if we can support you in any way or you'd like to get connected with us, there are links in the description below. Thanks again for joining us online.